0: Do you feel guilty after being with a narcissist? Do you feel guilty after going no contact with a narcissist or being able to get free and then you get to the place where you're like, oh gosh, should I have done that? Like maybe that was me, maybe I'm the problem and all these questions and thoughts start to plague you. If you are, you're not alone. There's a lot of other people that struggle with guilt after going no contact with a narcissist or a toxic person. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness, growth, healing, change, and development. We're on here every single day to produce videos, interact with people one-on-one, do Zoom calls with people across the country to try to help coach people into an aspect of clarity through all the confusion and the crazy-making that has happened in their life. If you want to reach out sometime, you can go to rawmotivations.com, click on the one-on-ones. We'd love to be able to help guide you through your journey and to be able to find you once again. Uh, We have the community, the creator. Uh, I'm the creator of the NARC app. Uh, We have the challenge, the 45-day clarity challenge. You can access it at claritychallenge.net. And if you like what you see here talking about narcissism, narcissistic abuse, my journey through narcissism, hit subscribe, but then also hit that notification. So you can get notified when we drop new videos every single day or when we're doing Q&A or we're having times when people come on screen, anything like that, to be able to help you just get more clarity and also to spread the news of what's actually going on in society, in culture, in relationships, and how you can make sure that you're safe from toxicity. Well, when you go no contact with a narcissist or a toxic person, it's really hard. Like there's a huge aspect that that messes with your mind in so many different ways because you're pushing away a person that you said you loved. You're pushing away someone that you still love and you're pushing away someone that is saying they love you and is begging to come back, but you see that the words and the actions aren't actually connecting. Oftentimes it feels worse when you go no contact because then you start to feel guilty of like, I wasn't there for this person, or I'm going back on my commitment to them, or I no longer am showing love. So maybe I'm the abusive one. And all these things start popping up and produce this like confusion that I want to be able to walk through today. So we're going to kind of break it up in a couple sections. First is the aspect of talking about guilt, the importance of no contact in a toxic relationship, and then healing with no contact. What does that actually look like? So when we're talking about guilt, guilt hits... Really hard. They like at the very end of the relationship. That's when we see a lot of things twist and turn, and is when people get really, really confused. And some of that guilt pops up thinking maybe they changed. Maybe they're changing. Now they're being the best person ever. Now you start to feel guilty of still going through with the divorce. Now you start to feel guilty of pulling away. Now you start to feel guilty that you actually blocked them. And now you're hearing from everybody else like, oh, they miss you so much. They want to get back together. They seem like they're really changing, like they're growing. You know, maybe like it's right at the end of the relationship and they're like begging you to stay. They're like, don't leave, don't leave, don't leave. And then oftentimes they'll pull that one line that gets people like almost every single time. And that's that aspect when they look at you and say, I can't believe you're giving up on me. Like, when I need you right now, you're giving up on me. Like, we can work on this. We can make this happen. Like, it's okay. Like, you're, you're my soulmate. You're the partner for me. Like, we can do this. But you're walking out on me. You're giving up. And you have to remember, in a narcissistic relationship, they gave up a long time ago. So many times you're worried that like, oh, I'm giving up on that person that I love and care about. And it's not a fact that you're giving up on another person. They already gave up a while ago. It's more on the fact that you're actually choosing you and your growth. That's not a selfish thing. That's not a thing of like, oh, I'm choosing me and I'm going to forget about you. No, that's saying like you're no longer going to stay in toxicity, but are going to grow in positivity towards who you need to be. You see, because narcissists will make you feel bad for abandoning them. They will cheat on you 20 times, and then you're like, okay, I'm done. And then you're like, I can't believe you're leaving me. Like They'll switch it around. And this is the part that makes you feel guilty. This is the part that makes you feel confused of like, wait a second, maybe you're abusive. Maybe you're the toxic one. Maybe you're the one that's giving up on them. All those things, they'll start to flip it back on you, which is why you have to be really careful in communicating to a narcissist in telling them that they're a narcissist. Because oftentimes that will put them on the offensive, but then that'll also flip it around and they'll start to see, wait a second, let me say these words back to this person because, well, that's what I'm doing. But if I identify them as it, they'll take more time, they'll feel bad, all these things, and I'll still be in control. Sometimes you'll start to hear them come out of the woodwork and be like, hey, I've never been in the kid's life, but now you're keeping the kids from me. Like now you're giving up on me. Now you're the one that's giving up on the relationship because you are the one that is no longer going to do counseling or we're not going to do therapy together. And the narcissist tries to flip all of that onto you. You need to understand that these phrases, these words, these concepts, these are tactics. I'm not just like making this stuff up. This is stuff that happens real life. And if you've had some of these happen, like comment down below, let people know that they're not alone because we see this happen all the time where the narcissist wants to flip the script on you and say that it's your fault. Sometimes you get to the place where you feel guilt, not because they're putting stuff on you, but because you can't fix them or because you can't help them. And this becomes a story that plays in your head that we have to rewire that first off, it's not your job to fix another person. It's not. It's your job to work on you. And when you spend so, many, so much time dragging another person's growth along behind you, you forget to actually work on yourself. And you forget to actually grow, heal, change, and develop. And as a result, you get stuck in a toxic relationship. And you get stuck trying to make someone grow that doesn't care to grow. But they're just saying that when it's not true. So that guilt hits really hard. And it's really hard to be able to work through and to feel and understand. And I need you to understand that along with that guilt, we're going to put that on the side for a moment. Then we're going to come back with the healing aspect. The importance of going no contact is absolutely key in this dynamic. You feel guilt because you're no contact or because you're going no contact, need you to understand why it is so important, okay? The, the idea of going no contact, this is about your freedom and about your safety, It is not about punishment. It is not about hurting the other person. It's not about limiting them. It is about you getting free and being able to live free from that toxicity. We have a course that's coming out that's talking about escape toxicity, the seven-day challenge to healing, because we want people to understand like you're trying to get away from a toxic environment. You're trying to get away from a prison that the other person has put you in with your mind and your emotions. And so getting free from that is absolutely essential. When you stay in contact, it keeps re-triggering that. It keeps you locked in to a relationship. When you stay, that abuse gets worse. The emotional and the physical oftentimes ramps up. You develop a place where you have no safety. You're not able to communicate your opinions, your thoughts, your ideas, your emotions. You develop CPTSD. You feel crazy, you get side effects, you develop OCD, you develop autoimmune, like there's so many things that happen in a toxic relationship like this that happen mentally, emotionally, physically, sexually, like your whole body sometimes changes because of the stress that is put under in a toxic relationship. And you need to understand that no contact can help you heal because you're no longer around that abuse. You see, when you're around that abuse, it's like having a Band-Aid on you. So like say you got burned and you wrapped up your hand and each day you don't really pull it off gently, you just rip it off and each day you reopen the wound. It's a little gruesome, but that's the idea is when you're in a toxic relationship and you're like, well, I want to go no contact, but maybe I shouldn't, you know, maybe I should stay in the relationship. And then you start to realize that as you stay in the relationship, it only gets worse. And as you stay in the relationship, like it doesn't let you heal. We have found very, very, very few people that have ever been able to heal to any healthy degree or any level that has let them process life in a positive way while still being with the narcissist actively separated healing better completely no contact like light years ahead of people that are still stuck in the relationship so getting free is absolutely essential for your healing and for that growth and so getting to the place where you go no contact, you get to the place where you have less anxiety, you're able to think clearly, the fog starts moving, and you're able to be like, okay, this is actually what is real. So you get to the place where you're no contact, you block, you ghost, they have no access to you whatsoever, you focus on you, and you focus on your healing. Side note, because everybody asks, what about if you have kids, okay? There are a lot of people out there going no contact with kids. A lot of people think that it's impossible to go no contact when you have kids, and that's either a limiting belief that's, that's having you believe that it's not possible when there's a ton of people showing that it is, or that's a thought process that you want the kids to feel better by having a connected parent, and that means, hey, get used to having this abuse in your life. We're just saying it really real because you need to understand that that's a limiting belief that you need to be able to start to work through. There's third-party apps, there's third-party communication, there's third-party drop-offs, there's places where people are no contact 100%. And most people can't wrap their minds around it, but that is happening. If it needs to happen or to whatever level it needs to happen, it helps with your safety, with your growth, and ultimately with your kids understanding that this is not okay. So how do you heal with no contact? Okay, first thing is you need to understand they didn't care. This is like the first part of radical acceptance that is one of the hardest for people like they didn't care If you think they cared then define for me how they demonstrated every single aspect love care honesty respect Faithfulness all those things. Let's go down list of values and let's see how they actually demonstrate those if they didn't demonstrate them Then it shows they did not care You have to understand number two if you go back. It'll get the same It'll be the same and it'll be even worse Like it doesn't really go back to like status quo. The abuse ramps up at the beginning of the relationship to where it is. You leave and then you come back and this where it was is now the new baseline. And now it continues to go up to the next level of abuse. You leave, then you come back and now this is the new baseline. Like it gets worse every single time, okay? You have to, number three, you have to work on journaling and grounding yourself to find the truth. Like Getting out of the fog of being in a narcissistic relationship is a search, is a pursuit of the truth, of your truth, of what is actually real. Number four, you have to get to the place of you're not running from the pain. The pain seems awful and it seems like there's no way to be able to process it, to be able to work through it. So as a result, you're going to run no matter what. Every time you run, you rob yourself of healing. You rob yourself of the chance to grow, change, heal, and develop. I need you to understand that going no contact is not weakness. It's not you running away from it. It's not you saying, oh, I can't do this. It's you saying, I'm going to work on protecting myself. Going no, no contact, when you understand that it's a toxic relationship, is a form of self-love, is a form of self-care. If you're in this position, you're wondering, you're curious, you're not sure even how to implement it or how do you go about it, please reach out for help. We're working on getting people free every single day with Raw Motivations, with myself, with other coaches to try to help you get free from that toxicity, whether that's physically, like setting up a plan, getting an exit strategy, or whether that's mentally and emotionally, breaking the trauma bond, getting rid of the intrusive thoughts, helping rewire your mindset so that you no longer think about this person and they no longer take up real estate in your mind. If you wanna reach out today, you can go to rawmotivations.com, click on the one-on-ones, would love to help you and be influential in your growth your healing, your change, and your development. Reach out for help.